discusses Fritz Frivolous with continuous live coverage of the corner of Curious Lane and Just Because Boulevard, the epicenter of the alien invasion. And this just in, King Kong is fighting the Mobile Suit Gundam. And of course, all of this is happening amidst World War IV, making it pure pandemonium. If only Captain Planet were still alive to save us all. Dude, could you imagine? Well, howdy, folks. You like shooting guns? You like shooting lots of guns? But the government says you're a youngin' and you're not allowed to shoot guns? Well, come on down to Tom's Shoot 'em Up Amusement Park. Located on a Native American reservation up in the secluded hills of the high desert, we got all the guns. Big ones, small ones, old ones, and new ones. We have many things for you to shoot at, too. Buy your tickets ahead of time online and receive the special Master Blaster discount. Get your giddy-up and hurry on down to Tom's Shoot'em-Up Amusement Park. Welcome back, everybody. This is Tom Case. This is Will Stark. Will, this is another fun episode because at the end of this episode, we will have another ringside event with Christmas <laughs> Fight Night. Indeed, round two. Also, at the very end, we're actually going to announce the winner of our Team Will versus Team Tom. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And uh, I think we also have some fun questions here, so let's get right to it. What if you could create your own amusement theme park? <laughs> okay, this, this one sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, again, you know, similar to our, I believe it was like our last episode we were talking about with the restaurant, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's... I'm not going to say money's no object, Mm -hmm. but like, yeah, you know, if you want to create something and it's within, you know, respectable parameters of what, let's say, let's say like a Disney world. If you Mm -hmm. had the money of Disney, right, Mm -hmm. you have that money to build your, your theme park with, Mm -hmm. you know, what would you have? And, um, some of the other parameters are, it's based in our reality. There's not, you can't have like, well, there's going to be transporters or something, (laughs) things that don't exist. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but you know, while we think, I actually did have some Fritz facts. Okay, yeah, let's hear them. Fritz facts. So, did you know that Disneyland is overrun by feral cats? Uh, yes, I've heard this. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, I always wonder too, because, you know, I know they have a good cleanup crew that's there. You know, yeah, you always no, see people. The place is know, immaculately clean Yeah, all exactly. The time, yeah. But, like. Every, you know, with the amount of people that are there, you know, I always thought about that too. Like, man, there's probably a bunch of mice or rats and stuff. Like, you know, people drop popcorn, whatever. Yeah, you know of course, what I mean? of course there is. Yeah. Anywhere. But I, that's exactly what they use the feral cats for is uh, they actually started showing up uh, in the 1950s uh-huh. and they were sleeping in uh, Sleeping Beauty's castle. And the, <laughs> the problem was they said that they didn't, they couldn't find a way <laughs> this is sad, but it was the truth. They couldn't find a way to kill a bunch of cats without causing an uproar. Right. Because you know, if yeah. people found out. Yeah. You know, plus, I'm assuming the employ- some of the employees probably wouldn't want to. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's just it. it's a bad PR all the way down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when, you know, they or what when that problem arose, they were like, oh, well, you know what? Instead of killing them off, let's use them to our advantage. And that's basically what they did since the 1950s. They basically housed them. They would feed them a little bit, like mm-hmm. any kind of supplemental feeding that they may need. And they would give them medical care. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as soon as the parks close and stuff, these cats come out. And, uh, w- you know, which is weird, too, because I've never seen one. I don't remember yeah, ever I mean, seeing I haven't been to I think the last time I went to Disneyland I might have been 21 so it was a long oh, time ago. Okay, okay. But I mean, no, I've been there at least a dozen times and I don't remember ever seeing a single cat. Yeah. But with that many that many people around like no cats going to come out and that are you kidding me? I mean, yeah, but like it, 
you know, you would think that if they started getting used to the human employees, you know, mm. the workers that, you know, maybe you would see one in the bushes somewhere. But I actually think they probably keep them round up somewhere, somehow. No, think I think so? I think naturally the amount of people and the noise, like the cats immediately go to some <laughs> hidden places. And when things finally quiet down, it gets darker. They come out. That's, oh, okay. that's what Maybe I would think. Yeah, like, I've owned a lot of cats, and cats do not like large large crowds. They don't oh, like a okay. lot of people. They don't like loud noises. Like they they're skittish. They will they will flee. Yeah, because you know me. I you know I go to Disneyland a lot. Yeah, you do. And, you do. But uh, you know I've never seen one, or at least that I can remember. Right. But I also I never owned a cat. I don't really. I'm you know. I mean I love cats too. I just mm. mostly had dogs. Right. Right. Um, another Fritz fact is the. Oldest theme amusement park is 400 plus years old. And the oldest operating amusement park opened in Denmark in 1583. Goddamn. <laughs> 1583. I, I can't believe that. That's a, that's a nice destination for one of our time traveling questions. Yeah. I'm go that back would to be, the original theme park. Man, could you imagine? Like that would be, yes. Probably extraordinarily underwhelming. Oh, uh, one of the facts I found out now makes me really want to go to Minnesota. Oh, okay. Um, there, I guess it's a good name for what this uh, amusement park is. It's literally called Drive a Tank. Guess what you do there? <laughs> um, you drive tanks? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, that sounds like fun, actually. Yeah, it does sound like fun. But, like, yeah. you know, the, the name, I guess they just wanted to get right to it. Right. You know? they, don't, they didn't want to mince any words. Mm-hmm. Whenever you do go to any of the any of your major uh, amusement parks, when you if you lost change, mm-hmm. I guess they donate that to charity. Oh, okay, yeah. nice. I always thought in my head. Well, I guess when I was younger, I thought this more. I always thought you know, like people throw money in the fountains and stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought, man, these these companies probably rake that up, and it's like you know, here's. <laughs> I mean, I I never really thought about it because I I just uh, it's just change, right? But yeah. I guess if I had given it some thought, I would have thought the same thing as you. Yeah, because but you know that was back when you don't really realize how much these amusement parks make. Sure, you know what I mean. Like you think like, oh, that's probably a lot of money, but you know, in the it's grand scheme of things, it's nothing. But yeah, and they can't claim it because you know it's it, they'd have to figure out a way to tax it and all that other stuff. So it's easier to just donate it. Yeah, I don't know. Is that stealing money? I guess it's not because people are willingly throwing their money in the thing. Yeah, it's not because like I would think yeah. it's the same thing as trash. If you threw it away, you were. You were discarding it, right. right? No longer your ownership, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, also, here's another fact here. Uh, I don't, I, at first, okay, this is about a water park. Now, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I guess that's an amusement park. You, you're amusement Yeah, park. yeah, absolutely it Consider is. There. So the large, so they consider this the largest water park uh, in Edmonton, Alberta. Um, it's 655,550 square feet. And it attracts 560,000 visitors a year. Um, it's in Canada. It yeah, it's in Alberta, Canada. Mm. And I I know you know I know our our listeners can't see this, but I'll try to describe this. Or you know what, Will, you might be able to describe. Look look at the slides in the background. The slides in the background. The, the slides in the background for this water park. Yeah, I, I see would them. love to go see that. I feel like I would throw up inside those tubes, but oh, I would still go down. Oh wow, they're doing like almost like a like a sideways roller coaster loop. Right, almost. that's what yeah. I'm saying. I've never seen I a water park have that type of. a slide. Would very much like to go to this water park. <laughs> I know. The only problem I would have is I don't like how crowded it looks. Yeah, forty thousand yeah. people is a lot of. That's, that's a lot of icky in the water. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> and then the last one I wanted to. Um, I wanted to leave you with here is <laughs> in China at the window of the world park in Shenzhen, China, mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> they have a virtual reality attraction that lets you experience being cremated. That's like, the worst why? thing I've ever heard. I, know. I don't understand I hate why it. you would do that. Why? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, is that the ride that has the longest line? Experience being burned alive. That's yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, seriously, dude. <laughs> okay, so. well, um, do you have an answer to this question? Because this, you've just sprung this on me. I did yeah, not know that it was coming. True. And I have a couple ideas, although they're difficult for me to talk about. So Kinda. I, okay, I, I don't know if I can say I'm very prepared, but I did think about this. And so the way I was inspired of making this amusement park was to, I guess, fix the things about amusement parks that I don't like. Oh, so okay. I yeah, went, let's start there. Yeah, because like I went with, you know, obviously you know, waiting in lines and stuff like, you know, and, and like Disneyland and other places start doing like, you know, their fast pass. And sure. and those are good ideas and stuff too. But I don't, I don't know if this would work or how it could work, but my idea would be like, so I do like the idea of different lands, right? Like Disneyland sure. kind of does like there's a future world. And yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. You know, however, like my idea has something like that too. Yeah. Um, so my amusement park will start off to be, to be honest with you, I would probably not really allow like little children. Oh my God. Mine's you gonna kid be more, hater. Yeah, you I know. Yeah, yeah. You kids oh stay home. But an amusement park for adults is cool. Like there's However, plenty of them for kids. I, I wouldn't mind having like one section. Like I, I don't mind having a section where you could bring your little kids. Right. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? But my focus would be on probably... You know, if I could have it my way, 18 and up, but I, I could see that people would probably, you know, like 16 year olds, maybe 16 and up. And it, it would kind of be based off of like, um, you know, like your first person shooter type games, but they would oh. be like an old West land. And okay. then there would be like a futuristic, like, let's say halo type setting. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? And, um, so you, you're coming up with a gun themed amusement park. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, cool, but, cool, but, cool. But, like, so, the, but the thing is, the thing is, is you're, like, the things that you shoot. You How know, very it, American it, of you, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeehaw, motherfuckers. Oh, bang, bang. That's no, hilarious. Like, so, like, you know, but, but when you shoot it, you know, especially the Old West one would have to have replicas of, like, yeah. what they actually use. Well, okay, so we live in Southern California. When I think Old Western in amusement park, I think of Knott's Berry Farm, which yeah. is one of my favorite yeah. amusement parks mm -hmm. ever. Um, everyone loves Disneyland. I do too. Everyone loves Six Flags because of the extreme roller coasters. I like Knots because it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I like Knots uh, a lot though because I do like the the Old West feeling. They they actually have pretty good uh, like little interactions of, with like cowboys come out. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, they they know. have good actors. Mm. Um, they have great rides, uh, good food, mm -hmm. and yeah. I just, I don't know. I just yeah. like, I like Knots Berry Farm. It does Knots Berry Farm is awesome. Um, you know. I, I'm not that into the extreme roller coasters, so maybe that's why I don't like oh. Six Flags as much. But the the main reason I didn't like Six Flags as much is when yeah. I did go there, every time I went there, I went there like three or four times. Yeah. It always smells like pee. <laughs> it, it, it does. I swear to God. It, I've only, it does. Everywhere I go oh in there, God. it smells like pee. Um, I've only been, only been to Six Flags twice. Uh -huh. Never and smelled pee. Smell like, oh, my God. Oh I've my been there God like three or four damn. times. And God every time, dumb. there would be like a sec, multiple sections where I'm like, what? Like I'm like, dude, doesn't this smell Okay, like what years did like, you go? Maybe it was before my time. You know what? I, it, it, maybe because like. Okay, let's see. Just, I remember going like a little fresh out of high school, so that was like ninety nine, two thousand. I would have been in fifth grade. 
Okay, okay. And then I walked back in the day when uh. Um. So yeah, it was probably like it like sporadically the three or four times. Was, so between. so I went I went after they cleaned up the pee. They're maybe, like guys maybe. Pee is becoming synonymous with our brand. We got to do something Dude, now. I don't know and what I miss, it was. I miss that train. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, it was probably sporadically between 2000 and 2010. I went yeah. three or four times, but every time. Um, but um, <laughs> they they called it piss flags. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, man. Um. Okay. Uh, here, Six here's, flags and one of them soaked in urine. Here is something I don't I don't know if you know this about me. You do know you know this first fact about me that I'm terrified of heights. Mm-hmm. But you don't know the second very paradoxical other fact. I fucking love roller coasters. They're one of my favorite things on earth. And I, the more extreme, the more I love them. Is it because you are like, do you kind of do get excitement out of the fear? No. Um, there is some, and I know this doesn't make any logical sense, but there is something about the forward movement along with the height okay. uh, or the falling that negates my fear. So like okay yeah so um you know how they have That's, the rides that are like the straight up and down like Supreme Scream oh, where they take yeah, you yeah. up 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 and then mm-hmm. they drop you I cannot do those I have full blown panic attacks on those there there's something about just going straight up and then the free fall down just completely psychologically breaks me but with the roller coasters I do get that fear going up you know the the, the big hump if you will you know oh, okay. you know the yeah the roller coaster and I I will start to get that fear and maybe a little bit at the top. Like it'll start to hit me in a bad way, yeah. but the second we start rushing forward, and I feel like I'm, I'm, in, you know, like a, a spaceship or a, oh, really? a vehicle like of some sort, yeah. and I'm like swooping, like oh, it's exhilarating. I love it, and so I, I love all the turns and the loops and yeah. the, the moving fast. Like I love roller coasters, and I, I, I do love Six Flags for that reason. Yeah, I mean they are fun. Don't get me yeah. wrong, and I do like them. I, I feel like lately, you know, in my, in my older age now, I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, I, I almost get that. I feel like I'm gonna vomit. Like, oh, really? Way more so than I used to. You get motion sickness. Motion sickness. Yeah. But but you know I see I see your point. To me though, it's it doesn't negate my fear because I also have fear of heights. Okay. Gotcha. It does not negate that. No, yeah. I am the person when okay. You know how like mostly nowadays the way roller coasters work, they have that the big the two the bar that kind of goes over your shoulders. Yeah. And you clamp and down in front of your stomach. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. I am that guy that's like. 50 times before we even take off i'm checking i'm trying to push it up to see right. if it's going to come up on yeah. accident and i'm always thinking all right here this is how i die because like when i get to that top somehow mine is the only one that's gonna right go, no no i, open I, up, I totally know? understand that feeling so yeah. i still get that fear of the heights and stuff that that's going to happen but um yeah it, it's still exciting I, I but i think i do get that that uh excitement from the fear knowing oh. that i'm scared but like nothing's going to happen. You know right, what I mean? Like, right. it's just going to be fun, but I, I yeah. am like, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's yeah. interesting. Um, uh, okay, back to your gun so, park. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Back to my shoot em up shoot em up park. Uh, oh, that might be a good... Shoot, shoot a, em up shoot not em a bad up. idea. Yeah. It's called, <laughs> Tom, shoot em up Wild Rock Park. <laughs> no. So, like, okay, let's stick with the Wild West land part, right? So this is how I figure it. I figure each land would have about three to four uh, roller coasters, right? Okay. But they're going to be roller coasters that you need to get on and off in a in a sequence. Because mm-hmm. what I would want to do is create a whole story, right? So there's there's going to be this. It's a theme, and then but then there's going to be this story where like you and the other the other uh, patrons of the park mm-hmm. will be involved in, and where you can like where like so many people get let in at a time, mm-hmm. right? 
and then they're going through right because you have to have obviously paid actors you know employees and stuff yeah that your whatever the story may be you know like oh you gotta go against this gang they got too big for their britches you know and you gotta shoot them up whatever and then you're like Oh, but they ran into this mine, and then now the first ride is looks like a mine ride, right? And oh, you're going in the whatever, okay. you know. Yeah, that's and cool. then maybe like you get off that and like, oh no, like now they're trying to ra- they're trying to uh, rob that train or whatever. And so now you're on this train ride that you know, and the whole time you can do stuff with your gun that they that you know. You I was get. gonna bring that up since it's a gun park. Like I I know that there are some roller coasters out there where you can actively like shoot at things. Yeah, like they're like la- like the it's laser all laser, yeah, yeah, laser exactly. pointer, yeah. It, I'm thinking something like that would be cool. Yeah, you know what? That would probably be the the easiest. You know what? Uh, there there is this place uh, near our undisclosed location called Round One. Yeah, I don't know if you heard of it. I have. Yeah. So they built this new part of it right next door, and mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a this whole weird free for all sports thing. Like you could go. There's like mini bowling in there. There's like uh, there's batting cages. There's soccer uh, little soccer field things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's you could play a uh, volleyball you could play pool you could play basketball you like all this stuff right Mm -hmm. and they have this one game in there where you it's like a target practice game and but your gun actually shoots these little gel pellets oh gel pellets i thought it was gonna be like air puffs no yeah it's weird that's what we thought we thought it was just air coming out to make the feel of the gun because i i I know what you're talking about like dave and buster says a similar thing yeah but i I, I I always thought it was like it makes like a Sound? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I didn't know. Well, I don't know about the one at Dave and Buster's, but the one at this round one place. Uh-huh. It, yeah, like we all of a sudden we're playing. We're like, oh, and we notice like it's actually shooting something out. Okay. But like when we see it hit the screen of the of the other part of the game, mm-hmm. you know, it it seems very soft. I like obviously we can't do it because they would probably kick us out. But I would venture like I would shoot myself with it because I I would venture that I don't think it hurts because because uh, they look they look very bouncy when they fall on the ground they're like dunk, 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 dunk. yeah sure you know? I'm just picturing a, a news article where a man shoots himself at, with fake gun at blah 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 park I know, God, I know. It, it's Tom yeah <laughs> man claiming to be man claiming to run podcast shoots himself at, you know like, and you just see me on the security camera like this one's for you Will <laughs> oh God damn it yeah. Uh, but no, I was thinking like something like that might work too, but then yeah, you got to sure. clean up all those. Yeah. Layers. That sounds like a mess. Laser pointers. I think laser yeah. For the roller coaster specifically. Cause those other yeah. places in the park, you probably have more authentic gun simulation. And, yeah. That too. And then I was also thinking, um, you know, probably you would have to have the prop at least kind of sound and do motions of like the real, like, let's say a six shooter, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the wild west. So, okay. You would have like a wild west area. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other areas would you have? I would say like a futuristic area that okay. would be probably modeled off of something like halo. You know okay. what I mean? Like yeah. something very futuristic with like alien weapons zone we don't, or whatever. Yeah. That yeah. we don't have. So you'd sure. be like, Oh, look at this cool alien gun. I have Absolutely. Or yeah. Um, that one might even be easier. Cause like lasers, duh. Futuristic, yeah, exactly. You know? Uh, but yeah, and so I would figure that when you do this, you know, uh, it would be like this whole whole experience where you could just have people go through, you know, roving, like, I don't know how many people, but like roving groups at a time. Mm-hmm. That way, like, and then the other parts of those world, of those like lands would have, you know, obviously food and like other type of games and whatever mm-hmm. shops and blah, blah, blah. So that right. way, you know, when you come in, like, oh, I'm a part of... Um, I'm a part of, I don't know, Doc Hollywood group or whatever you want to call it. And 
that way you know like Doc Hollywood Group comes in at one thirty to two thirty. Mm. So then you know like you want it really well organized. Yeah, you're like you're you're absolutely trying to annihilate lines. Yeah, because I feel like <laughs> I, I I just sometimes feel like that puts a damper on things. Yeah, so, no lines suck. Yeah. And Disneyland, the most of all lines are the worst. Like mm. I think uh, when you go to other parks, they're not nearly as bad of a. Uh, experiences that can be at Disneyland. Yeah. And then that way, too, you know when you went to each land, you got to go on every ride. Because right. you sure. have to go through every ride to, to finish the story arc. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, okay. yeah, that, that's the kind of idea I would have. I don't know what I would call it, like I said, unless we really want with shoot 'em up. <laughs> I feel like there needs to be another... Uh, what's another word for, like, park? Or... Um... Cause I, what's a like a word for park that might start with an S? Cause shoot 'em up, oh, shoot 'em up, shoot 'em up, uh, something, shoot 'em up. Oh, I don't know. I for park, like shoot 'em up experiment experience or like you know I I don't know if there's another word that starts with an S. But I was thinking even if it was just like you know the shoot 'em up. Shoot like, 'em up ranch. Shoot 'em well, up ranch. Well, but then it would uh, yeah, be stuck with. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the old western thing. Again. Man, that would be hard. You know, we always. I, I feel like we had a string of episodes where we come up with like some good ideas, but we can't come up with. Oh, good I'm terrible names, at names. Right? I think everyone who watches the Dungeon Cast knows that because I've said it a thousand times. Oh, really? I'm terrible. Or Super Quest Saga. I'm terrible at names. Normally, I could name yeah. things. Normally, I'm good at naming stuff. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You usually are. Um, either way, I think shoot 'em up is a good base. You know, let's go down to shoot 'em up. Yeah, shoot yeah. them up. Shoot yeah. them up, Toms. Maybe, yeah, maybe sure. Why not? It's your idea. Yeah. Well, might as well be. But yeah, so basically that, that would be my my idea. I would want to do something like that. Okay. I, I like it. Uh, I don't know if I would go. I'm not really into shooting things, but like if I was brought there by mm. a third party, oh, I'd I'm probably... dragging you there. If I open one, will, I'm dragging <laughs> I, you well, there. Well, yes, if you opened a park, of course <laughs> I would go. But, but if this park existed, I don't know if I would go on my own, but I'm sure if I did go, I would have a good time. Yeah. But yeah. So, um... When you asked me the question, um, I immediately was thinking, okay, Disneyland, theme, what's my theme, what's my theme? And I was like, okay, video games. And I know they have a Nintendo mm-hmm. Land in Japan. I don't know much about Nintendo Land. I don't um, know a lot about yeah. it either. I, I know they have a Pokemon one out there, too, yeah, that they're they working have on. Pokemon. Don't know much about that Both one Both are obviously yeah. coming here to the States, I hear, soon. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I'm very excited mm-hmm. about that. Um, I was thinking, okay, maybe a Legend of Zelda Land could be kind of cool. But then I was like, okay, I know what I would do. But the reason it's hard for me to talk to you about it is because I know you're not very familiar, if at all, with the franchise. Um, I would do a Final Fantasy Land, a hundred thousand. Oh, Final Fantasy! I'm an expert in Final Fantasy. No, no, no I'm you're not. not. I know, no, I you're not. I'm like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Um, no, I've had enough conversations to know that you're not. But um, what? Okay, let's start there. What is your experience and/or knowledge of Final Fantasy? Have you ever played a Final <laughs> Fantasy? Um, no, I have okay. watched. Um, I have watched a couple friends. You know what? I'm not even going to say that because the amount that I've watched them play was like little to none. Not even probably 15 minutes worth. I've watched my wife play it and I've watched my... my, Which one? um, Oh, man. She played... uh, There was a recent remake, I think. A Final Fantasy VII remake, yeah. Maybe it was that one. I believe it was that one. She she was playing that and I watched her play a while of that one and... uh, and then her uh, brother, uh, her her youngest brother, my, my brother-in-law, Jonathan, mm-hmm. um, he played, uh, I think it was like the newest, is that like a 14 or something? Like, or 15, 14 or, is the MMO. The newest one in the mainline series would be 15? It was like 14 or 15. I remember it was like the newest one that had just came out, I think like, what, a few years ago? A couple I, years ago? I think 15 came out in 2016. Okay, that, that, that sounds, yeah, that sounds okay. about right. Maybe All it was right. that one. And uh, the and then the so I know a little bit, but the only thing I do know about Final Fantasy is the Chocobo. 
Okay, yeah. Right? So yeah, because That's... I was like, that is awesome. I would love a chocobo. Yeah, I want chocobos chocobo. are super yeah. cool. Um, my son has a little chocobo stuff. Oh, animal. really? Yeah, That's and cool. a little Moogle too. I don't know if you know what a Moogle is. No, I don't so, know what that is. One of the reasons that makes Final Fantasy a good candidate is because there are really good mascots, which there are chocobos, which are for those who don't know, they're like giant yellow chicken ostrich things yeah they're really cute mm. but really cool at the same time and in final fantasy they're traditionally ridden like horses mm-hmm. um and the moogles are like small like little like cat bat fairy furry creatures they, they have like mm. a like a pom-pom on top of their head and they they, they have features of a bat a cat are and- they in every game they're in most Final Fantasies, oh, and they, they look a little bit different in each one. So Final Fantasy is an interesting series in that each game in the main series, at this point it's one of their 15, are standalone games in their own unique universes with their own unique stories and own unique mechanics. And they're loosely tied together by thematic monsters and magics and l- loosely through battle systems and whatnot. And uh, I guess similar storytelling uh, technique of like grand epic fantasy right oh, okay sometimes there's sci-fi involved sometimes it's like classic fantasy and sometimes it's just really unique but um it's got a lot of different iconic characters a lot of really iconic monsters and and bosses and locations and i think i would go with the whole land thing kind of like you are except for it would be based off like big locations in different final fantasy so oh, okay. in final fantasy 7 like we could have like a midgar world mm-hmm. where it's like you go and it's like you're in the this the neo um, futuristic city of Midgar where everything's yeah. powered off Mako energy and like everything's like gritty like it's, I think they call that uh, style like diesel punk so, oh okay so, yeah. now so it's I'm like everything's like diesel saying. punk and like you could do like uh, a virtual either a virtual reality ride or a um, a quote unquote roller coaster where you're like on individual like uh, motorcycles like oh, okay. they'll be on a track, but like yeah, you but could you do. Act like... There's like a famous scene where like clouds on the motorcycle, right? And the Shinra soldiers are swooping in, and you're trying to protect your allies who are in the truck, swiping your sword, knocking them off, and all that other stuff. And at the end, you have a giant robot. Um, and you would do that on the ride. Oh yeah, that would oh, be like be maybe dope. one of the rides. I'm right now. I'm just trying. I'm literally throwing the the tracks yeah. in front of the train right now as I'm trying to think of things <laughs> to say. Um, I think from Final Fantasy X, you could do. Oh, what could you do from ten? Um, would you wait? Are you would you really really try to put every single? No, like, it wouldn't up? be every single one um, uh, because there's too many. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that's like. I mean, you six, have 15, to do seven. 15. I think seven and ten you have to do for sure because they're kind of the two most financially successful, mm. um, the two most like iconic. Um, you could probably do Final Fantasy Nine. That one's more fantasy, and you could do maybe Alexandria Town. Which would be like a really classic fantasy with a bitchin' ass castle where like there's a a, a sword that is like a giant sword oh, that like pierces through the castle and up into the oh, sky. Really? It's really oh really? Oh yeah, cool. you gotta have something like yeah. that. Yeah, but just having the castle's cool enough. Yeah, but, like, yeah, it would sword? be super Dude. cool. Yeah, um, you could have different like in every Final Fantasy, you usually get like an airship of some sort, and like um, some of them are more iconic than others. But you could do like a ride where it's like you're on the airship and you're going through the world and you're oh, battling. I don't cool. know. Bahamut the dragon or like you know one of the other summons or whatnot and that's another thing is you have a lot of really cool what could be costume characters like number one there's all the characters from all the different Final Fantasies which people love to cosplay all the time in real life Mm -hmm. like you could have actual actors dressing up in these costumes you could have Cloud walking down the street with uh, Squall and all the other characters that I know you know nothing about I I only know like I I, I do only I keep mentioning Cloud because I know you know who Cloud is so I keep going back to Cloud but 
Um, he's not my favorite Final Fantasy character. He's cool, though. Um, Who is your favorite? Oh, my God. I, I don't <laughs> is that know. a loaded question? I just, it's hard for me to say. Like, when growing up, I was a big Squall fan. I know you don't know who that is, but, like, um, he's, like, a really broody, moody kind of teenager dude, but he's kind of a badass. As a kid, he was, like, the coolest guy ever. Oh, okay. um, now I'm like, ah, eh, he's kind of a, a brat. <laughs> but um, I think I like Yuna, who is the main, kind of the main character from 10. As an adult, she's much more impressive to me now than as a kid. She was, like, a little too girly for me to, like... I, not that I disliked her. Yuna was fine. Yeah, she, I just wasn't attracted to, like, her as a character. But now I'm like, oh, Yuna's kind of a badass because, like, yeah. her life story is really tough and she takes on this responsibility at a young age and it's kind of shaped her, but then she rises above it and yada, yada, yada. Anyways, there's all kinds of cool things you could do with the Final Fantasy franchise that I think would make for a great amusement park. And the cool thing is it would expose more people to the really great franchise that I think a lot of people are afraid of or disinterested in getting into because it seems like a lot you know like yeah. ah, turn-based combat for the older ones people aren't into that or ah, it seems like really heavy on the lore and the story i'm not really into that but there's a lot to love about final fantasy and it would make a good amusement park dude i i think uh even though like you're right i you know because because i i just never played those games i never got into those ones yeah. but when i watched you know like i said like my wife or my brother-in-law jonathan play those you know like they did look cool. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I totally can see, like, if you probably, you know, were able to open something like that, that would be yeah. awesome. One of the greatest things about Final <laughs> Fantasy uh, that's pretty renowned and noted is how great all the music is. Um, oh, that would be really And you could have cool. really cool concerts. That. And in in-game world, there are a lot of musicians, like... For instance, in Final Fantasy VIII, there's a musician named Julia who creates this song that's actually really central to, like, the narrative of the story. And uh, they had a, a wonderful musician named Fei Wong um, do the actual song in real life along with oh, Nobuo Uematsu. Okay. And it's a wonderful song. Um, but you could have characters come onto stage and play their music and stuff. Dude, I, I honestly, now that you mention that, I think that's going to be the big draw, like one of the big draws for your amusement park because of the fact that, okay, you get to go there and you get to do like regular amusement park stuff mm -hmm. like roller coasters, whatever, eat and stuff. Okay, but then after that, what are you going to do? Yeah. And I think the big draw would be like, hey, tonight it's the concert from so-and-so playing uh, That would be songs, cool. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, absolutely. And like, and that way, because then people who are done doing the rides mm -hmm. or whatever, they still want something to do, right? So yeah, yeah now sure, you can absolutely. go and you can like watch well, the concert. Another thing too is uh, Square Enix and Final Fantasy specifically has always been um, lauded for its its cutting edge graphics, right? Mm -hmm. uh, cutting edge graphic technology. I'm just thinking like there's a lot you could do with like VR. Like a lot of the Final Fantasy, specifically seven and nine, they have like battle arena sections of the game, and you could do like a virtual reality battle arena where you put on the visor and you oh. you are the character and have the sword and you're fighting the classic D, uh, not D and D Final Fantasy monsters. Yeah. And uh, you know, and maybe a high score gets you a prize or something. Like there's a lot of things you could do and. Um, It'd be easier to talk to you about specifics if you knew some Final Fantasies, but like, there's just there's just plenty to be done, and it, I man, I would live there if I could. <laughs> but dude, get your tickets now. This just in: a new study suggests leaving an Apple Podcast review is very important for a newly created podcast. So please don't forget to leave an Apple Podcast review. In financial news, Patreon supporters are among the most appreciated in the podcast industry. You can support the DCYI team by heading over to patreon.com slash dude could you imagine. This has been Fritz Frivolous, reminding you to like, comment, and subscribe. Will and Tom, back to you.
A movie just released in theaters and receives a 75% rating. Are you still going to see that movie? A restaurant is rated 3 out of 5 stars. Will you still be dining at that restaurant? If you met a person who was given a rating of 2 out of 5, would you talk to them? Imagine living in a society where everyone rates everybody else. Would you follow along? Would you rate someone 1 out of 5? Let us join our two 5 out of 5 reviewers, Will and Tom, and rate their answers. And we're back. Indeed. Will, I know I have talked about this probably a couple times in our other episodes, but I know you and me personally have, I've talked to you about this a lot. Okay. Because it's from one of my favorite shows, Black Mirror. Okay. Specifically, it's from Black Mirror Season 3, Episode 1, called Nosedive. Okay. And the question is, what if we lived in a society where everyone rated each other, like in Yelp reviews? Okay. So, like, <laughs> almost like a... A social media score kind of deal? Yeah, and the way that I... Yeah, kind of like a social media uh, score, right? Like, how would... Like, let's say you... Like, if you went to a Starbucks, you would rate your barista service? So, uh, yes, you could do that as well. But, mm-hmm. yeah, here, so here's the parameters. So, mm-hmm. that was one of the parameters, actually, was it's not just for, but also, you know, someone's service if they're at work. But mm-hmm. this is also just personal. Just you having any interaction when you come up and you talk to someone, mm-hmm. as long as you have to have, like, the parameters is as long as you have at least a 30-second to a minute conversation, mm-hmm. after that, you're allowed to rate them, right? Allowed to, and, but not. it's not mandatory. Um, yeah, it's not mandatory. Um, but, you know, not rating someone could be detrimental to. Why? Right, because, well, because of the fact that, you know, you would want the higher rating. Somebody not rating you, it, it could work both ways. Because if they were going to give you a bad rating, but then they just said, I'm not oh, okay. going to rate you. Yeah. But overall, you know, if you don't get any ratings, you're not you're not getting up there in ratings either. Okay. You know what I mean? But uh, so the, the parameters are you do have a device. Everyone has the same device. It's going to be like a phone. Sure. Right? Yeah. And uh, whenever you come in contact with someone and it connects and it knows that you're having this 30 second to a minute conversation, mm-hmm. their basic info comes up, right? Mm-hmm. Picture. And then you rate them. Yeah. And it gets saved into like this overall, uh, you know, database. computer a- database yeah. algorithm yeah. thing. Right. So, yeah. So that's basically the premise. That, that's that's going to be how it works. Right. And oh, I was just going to say. But the thing is, is see, I know I, I, you haven't watched Black Mirror, right? I've seen a couple episodes here and there. You haven't seen that one? No. Or have you? Okay. So in that one, the weird thing is it's like certain people who have like when you go below a certain rating point, um, like they're almost basically kind of cut off from like certain services. Or Such th- as? Things like, like, you know, you go into maybe like to the store and you want someone to help you, right? Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a, like a high rating, they're going to go to... Like another person who does have a higher rating, maybe you know. What oh, I mean? so you can't get or help the, at a store, or That's or weird. something like that, or maybe you go to a hospital. They uh. may not treat you as well as someone with a higher rating. Okay, so it's like a new form someone. of like extreme classism. Uh, yes, where exactly. everyone buys into the classism. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, um, a couple questions. So, mm-hmm. is this score like aggregate, or is it more like okay? Is it like um a scale of one to ten? Is it like a five star rating? Yeah, it's like, like a five star. Okay, rating so theoretically, if Five people give you five stars. Mm-hmm. You have a hundred percent, right? You have mm-hmm. a great rating. Mm-hmm. Does anyone have a way of looking at like how many ratings you have? Like for instance, yeah, let's I, talk about iTunes reviews. Which, if you're listening to this, go leave one right now because yeah. it would help us a lot. <laughs> yes, it would. Um, iTunes <laughs> reviews works like that. Similarly, where it's like if if 
we got 30 reviews and all of them are five star. We have a perfect score is what we have. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people will, will look at the podcast and be like, oh, they only have 30 reviews, though. So, like, that doesn't mean anything. Versus, like, if you have a thousand reviews and 99% of them are five star, that's way more meaningful. Like, how does the score work? Like, when you look at it like that. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Like, you will be able to see how many ratings they have gotten so that you know, you know, like, okay, well, this person has a 100% five star rating. Mm-hmm. But they've only got rated five times. Okay. So, and the reason I want to put that in there mm-hmm. is because I think that would put an interesting dynamic when we, when, or I want to see how you, what kind of dynamic you think that would be. Cause how I also told you, you know, not getting any ratings, mm-hmm. it, it could be detrimental. I feel like adding this into the parameters is going to have this weird dynamic where, you know, people are going to be for, and I know you're going to hate that. You would hate that. Where you're kind of going to be forced to interact with a lot of people to get more ratings. Well, okay. So my my question is like, at, where's the threshold? Like, because theoretically, like, do any of these fall off? Because after like you live so long, like, wouldn't you have millions and millions of ratings? So, um, oh, you know, what? does that's it refresh? Does it refresh I, every I, year? Every five years? Ten years? Is there know, that, is there a, a fall off log? I'm know, I'm just curious. You know that I actually I didn't think about that at all. Let's let's say it falls off every year. Okay. Let's say let's say it does that. Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't even think about that. Every year, that's pretty. That's pretty quickly. Yeah. Okay. I mean, do you want to do what do you? Oh, think whatever. Like, no. I mean, whatever your parameters it, are, man. You know, now that I think about it, like every year. Every maybe, year maybe, you have a clean maybe slate. Maybe like every three years. Every three let's, years. Let's say you, every three years. Now, do you just get a clean slate, or um, does it start to just kind of like shift? You get the it gets it, to shift it, and it, it, it gets to slide, but you get to. If if you were interested enough, uh-huh. you could actually click on someone's like you know like I said the device. Mm-hmm. Right. You can click and look at history, so you could look at so like if you if you click on something and you're like oh they're in their their uh, their new third year whatever after mm-hmm. three years you know you could click oh well, what was their last three years like? <laughs> you know what I mean if you wanted to okay so yeah. I got one more question mm-hmm. what what is the interaction if somebody has no rating whatsoever <gasps> like they never got rated okay see now what okay. is the reaction of people to that so that would I would view that and and next to it says zero like nobody actually rated yep. them okay so I would view that to be that's when people would be in my opinion, I think people would be a could be a little standoffish, maybe, but they they basically don't. In they don't mind, know you're like, an they anomaly. Don't know you, yeah, exactly. Okay, you're great. you're an unknown. Okay, cool. Because mm-hmm. the first thing I'm doing uh, as soon as I can, as I am investing in or finding the technology that fucks up everyone's thing whenever they're near me. Oh, really? Like, let me let me carry a thing that sets off a fucking radar where no one can get a reading or a rating on me. Like, what if that I can work? make. Oh, my point is, like, I would try and someone's going to invent it, dude. It's going to happen. (laughs) So if I have to deal with the stupid slog of having a bad rating, that's fine. But as soon as it's available, I'm getting one of those because I do not want to be connected to that system whatsoever if I can be. What if this affects uh, what if it's like what I said, like even in the show, you know, what Mm -hmm. if this affects your ability to get certain services or at least. Uh, you know, Tom, I live standard. in a cave. <laughs> I don't need services. <laughs> With you and your family? Um, well, like what services? Like what? What are we talking uh, here? Medical services. Uh, financial well, I, I, services. again, that's my family's yeah. rating. I'm not worried about my rating. Well, yeah, but like you know, what if what if you also? Needed, this like, seems like something that wouldn't be implemented until someone was an adult, anyways. Uh, well, no, no, no. That's not what I mean, though. Like I'm, mm. I'm saying, like, okay, you know, 
for example, like you, you getting, let's say you need like a loan mm-hmm. or let's say something is wrong with you. You know what I mean? But like you're the, and I'm not saying just you, I'm just yeah, saying, sure, for sure. example, like someone, maybe they're a single parent mm-hmm. and they got to stay healthy, yeah. but, but they don't have those rates. Maybe they're like you and they're like, I found a way to like, you know, mess up everyone's device. So when they see me, I'm always at a zero. Yeah. But that zero may make people be like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. The like, doctor will see you after the, we see the these fact 40 is, people. The fact is, in this yeah. fucked up universe, yeah. like I either have to deal with that or deal with the other thing or leave the country. Like, my, my first would be leave the country. Mm-hmm. Like, I would leave as soon as I possibly could. Even if it means leaving to a country with less resources that maybe isn't as well off, because I'm not dealing with that. Or what if the whole world's like that? I mean, that just <laughs> doesn't seem realistic. Yeah. But then again, like, I mean, sure, but the, the, even the premise itself isn't that realistic. Yeah, would, so, yeah. I mean, it maybe, maybe <laughs> hence, it's the whole world. Hence why I don't have any Fritz facts because there's no, like, like, if I, I existed yeah. in a world like that, I probably never would have gotten married or had kids or any of that. You know, I probably wouldn't have gone that trajectory because I probably would have, like, my life's trajectory would have led itself to, like, hermitism. Oh, you know I see I mean? how you're looking at Like, this. I never okay, would have so got like, there. like, if this was... Yeah, like, and you're right. They probably wouldn't start this to like whatever they consider the legal age of an eight, you know, eighteen, right? Is right. Like legal age of an adult. Yeah. So like, yeah, at that point, it probably would influence what you're going to yeah. do and how I you're th- going to and do it. And it would it would completely influence like what my life aspirations would have been too. Because mm-hmm. like at no point in my childhood would this system have seemed okay to me, and I I would have been I so naturally off put that I think. One of the things I probably would have started gearing myself for in my teenage years was like, how do I become self-reliant? Like, how can mm-hmm. I literally live off the land? Like, so that you and like my main go goal is to get to the point where I can get some get either a rental property or something off the grid and yeah. I can live, you know, completely disconnected. I, I would have become some weird fucking hermit, dude. You know what sucks about that yeah. is that already in our, in our own world now. Um, you know, if you try to like live off grid, especially in certain places, mm-hmm. it's, it's considered illegal. Like you have to have like, uh, uh I forget what kind of zoning law thing. Well, it like is, an address. Like, like you have to have electric, uh, companies, uh, you have to have the electricity company connect to your house or like you have to have this, like if they discover that you don't have that connected, they could start like fining you and all this kind of stuff, you know, whatever, if they found you. Right? I mean, are you telling me there's like, there's not like cabins in the woods that don't have electricity? I'm sure there are. So, uh, well, I, yeah, no, I'm talking about in certain areas. I, I don't know about all areas. Maybe yeah. some you could find that would, that wouldn't be like yeah, that. No, but, that, but yeah, is that a California law? I, I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not sure. I, I just know that. Uh, and I think my friend in Texas said uh-huh. he was trying to look into that and like, you know, like doing the whole saving rainwater and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. and everything. And he found out that like certain utility companies like, no, it's illegal. Like you technically have to be connected, even though if you're not going to use it, like they have to know that it's connected to you. I don't know if it's like one of those things well, where it's a like liability. What thing. if they know it's not connected because it isn't connected? Yeah. That's how, what, what do you mean? Well, you just said they have to know that it's connected or not. Yeah. So if it's not, is it just not? And then that's then. And, and then they're going to say that, oh, where you're living, you're living illegally. Like you can't have this land. I, I question this. None of this sounds like it's actually correct. I'll try to look at yeah. it. We'll do it on an old. on a, uh, Yeah, because that's that's interesting to me because I find it hard to believe that there aren't people who are out like living in like 
unconnected. Like, what about the Amish? They don't so, have. They don't necessarily yeah. have electricity. So I'm not in all their saying buildings. it's like everywhere in every yeah. one in every state. But I'm just saying that's some what I'm going to do. I'm going to go join the it. Amish. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Oh yeah, the like, Amish. I literally go join the Amish. I have to do their stupid religion, but whatever. Like I'll do that. That's fine. <laughs> you just be like, uh, like it's better than it. the alternative, Tom. Yeah. What about you? Well, okay, for me, I I don't know, but I like you know what if if I probably I don't know I probably would just go through with it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't see, you know, like, to me, I, I wouldn't be like, you know, well, no, I would have a problem with it for, for someone just because they may be rated a certain way that they mm-hmm. can't get certain services. Right. That's what I was actually going to bring up next is that you said, like, if you would be that way, obviously, there would be more people who would be that way. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, I I'm going to go find my people. Yeah, and I, but I would <laughs> think sooner or later, like, do you think your, your people would be more like, okay, let's just keep being left alone while they do their thing and we do our thing. I kind of feel like it would get push would come to shove. And you know what I mean? Like the push is not coming to the shove of the Amish. They're fine. Yeah. But no, but you know, a government that's doing this is going to want everyone to join to like to, to have to come under their, well, like I said, then know. I'm going to try and leave the country. Okay. I guess you can leave the country. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Done. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not yeah. like like yeah. you literally described a world to me in which I could not tolerate life. Yeah, yeah. I guess that would be hard. Like if you really couldn't tolerate it, <laughs> yeah. because like I was because my whole premise would be mostly like if this was around the world. Yeah, I can't. You know I, mean? I like, can't tolerate social media as it is. Like you know, I don't yeah, have don't any have social, social media. media yeah. Like I'm fine. I'm totally yeah. fine without it. Yeah, I remember in the uh, in the episode two, it was just very like like daunting to have. To like yeah, because it, main... it would it would bleed in every facet of your life. It would yeah. it would dictate like how you make relationships, whether you can or can't have kids. Mm-hmm. Probably whether you can yeah. get licenses for certain things, mm-hmm. what your hobbies are, because some hobbies might be you know get you in trouble for some way. It, like, it even went yeah. all the way down like to how food people you talk eat. to each yeah. other. Exactly, like, people weren't real. Yeah, in, in yeah. That, every in single that interaction world. is gonna yeah. be some bizarre like inhuman thing. Yeah, like, if uh, you know, if I, I want to tell the listeners, if if you can, I I believe it's on Netflix. It's called Black. Black Mirror, and it's season three, and it's the first episode of season three called Nosedive. And uh, just watch the episode. You know, I, I would I would really be interested in, in knowing what you uh, feel about their version or their vision of what that type of world would be like. Right. But yeah, it definitely uh, you know went to 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 the point where even like. Everyone was like, "Oh, hey, how you doing?" But they're yeah. fake. You, they, yeah. you don't really feel like. And like, that. like okay, here's like, another thing. What's to stop trolls? Like. Like there's gonna be so many people that are gonna get. Yeah, that's one. true. They didn't. You wouldn't yeah. be able to stop them. You know what? I think something it would, like that it actually would happens. Completely. In there. What's the word? I'm. It would undercut the entire system. Yeah, they uh they had it to where the main character like said something, and it wasn't even like really all that bad, but it was like the person quite didn't like what she said, and that's what it was, and so they were like. Oh, okay, bloop, and they like rated her, and she's like, well, "Why'd you give me this rating?" Because oh, in in the in the in their version, you can see what the other person had rated, right? Her. And her rating was dropping and dropping, and she was doing everything she could to go back, dropping by who her. was just a... because every time, because like she had one bad rating, okay, and that one bad rating started getting her anxiety and everything so like flustered <laughs> that then oh, the so she ne- knows, yeah. So then yeah, the yeah, next yeah. Uh, interaction, she didn't have a good interaction, and they lowered lowered her rating and right. kept going. Okay. And going. Yeah, okay, I yeah. see, I see. But it was it was basically, uh, yeah, it's exactly the name of the episode. It was a nosedive, yeah. and it was like really bad. Yeah. So I think you would, yeah, you would definitely hate it there. You, you I wouldn't you would partake in that society. No, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. But dude, 
Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Ho, ho, ho! Christmas Fight Night! Noel from Hell. And welcome ringside with Will and Tom. Christmas Fight Night, Noel from Hell. Will, we're going to have our second round tonight. I know, we're down to six contestants, right? Yep, six contestants, and we're going to soon see who will continue on into the championship round, right? Yes, have you have you renumbered them since the last I, one? I have renumbered okay. them. Okay, so are we ready? Are we doing this? We're ready. All right, our first contestant is number one, number one. <laughs> oh, the Abominable Snowman. All right, versus number four. Oh, the Abominable Snowman versus the Grinch. <laughs> okay, that's a pretty good matchup. Now, okay, go this one, a part of me is like, because I remember last time you said that the Grinch is, you know, he's like Captain America strength, right? I did, but okay, go ahead. Sorry. So, you know, Abominable Snowman is also supposed to be very strong. He's very strong. Yes, absolutely. Uh, real quick, just uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not a caveat, but uh, let's go back on Mr. On, uh, on the Grinch, the Grinch okay. real quick. Uh, one fact I forgot about him, and it, it's too late. We can't really bring this into play anymore. But the Grinch and Whoville all exist within a snowflake. So the Grinch is technically microscopic. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, but that being said, we're acting like he's not. He's yeah, being blown up to, to mm-hmm. his, you know, whatever size. So, <laughs> really, right. it is. I think, yeah, it all I, takes I place on a snowflake. Missed, yeah, I, I must have always yeah. missed that. Fact I, maybe something. that was just in the movie. Oh, and I'm, okay. I'm, but I'm pretty sure like the who's all it all exists on one snowflake. Oh, but anyways, um, well, I mean, I think the Grinch definitely has intelligence on the Abominable Snowman and yeah. is a really good shit talker compared to the Abominable Snowman. And I feel like, yeah, exactly, which, you know, both are going to have strength. I, I can't say really who would be stronger. If I had to really give it I to guess someone, Abominable I would Snowman say Abominable Snowman would edge out the Grinch. Yeah. But, you know, the problem with the Abominable Snowman, he's he's a Yeti. So yeah. he's, he's a beast. Yeah. He's going to be all in- instinctual. He's yeah. not going to... He's not going to possess the that type of uh, intelligence to yeah. be clever. I, and I feel like the Grinch, uh, he's got access to all the different like uh, Christmas lights and all the other stuff. I figure oh, he's gonna, yeah. he's going to rodeo this guy. He's going to tie him up, mm-hmm. trip the chip, trip the Yeti down, and then and then tie tie the arms behind the back and uh, put him in the back of the sled and take him up uh, Mount Crumpet and yeah. have some fried Yeti for dinner. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because like the only way I see Abominable Snowman, you know, as long as he as long as the Grinch stays away from his claws and teeth. Which I totally think he can do. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? absolutely. Then, then he's got it. So mm-hmm. it's the Grinch. Yeah, the Grinch wins. All right. We got our first winner he for the second round. Having a nice Yeti steak. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wonder All if that's right. juicy. <laughs> round two goes to contestant number five. Frosty the I'm Snowman. I can't believe Frosty the Snowman. Versus contestant number six. Oh, okay. This is... This is where, you know, the, they separate the weak from the strong. Uh-huh, yeah. Frosty the Snowman versus Krampus. I knew it was going to be Krampus. Um, yeah, Krampus wins. Here's the thing. Does Krampus have infernal hell powers? I feel like he does. Does he? Well, okay. You know what? One thing I forgot to mention last time what? when we were talking about Krampus. You know, I even though I think in the movie, I, does he? Actually, because I, I don't... I, I never really saw the movie. It. Yeah. I, never saw the I movie. haven't actually watched the whole thing, but... I think I thought I saw a scene somewhere where he eats the children. But then when I was reading up on the Krampus is he takes children to the underworld. So like if he takes children to hell or to underworld, whatever you call it, like 
Would that grant him those type of powers? I'm on uh, fandom.com right now, mm-hmm. and this is Supernatural, which I think is a show. Okay. And I'm not familiar with it, but we have a Krampus here, and we got a list of powers. Oh, So okay. I feel like this this is a good uh, place to, to uh, put his powers. So, number one, he's immortal. Oh, okay. Uh, it says, in vulnerability, Krampus was unharmed by conventional weaponry. It was immune to pain, uh, common physical ailments, and disease. Uh, super strength, <laughs> super stamina. Teleportation, summoning, Krampus can summon an army of snowmen, which Frosty the Snowman is a snowman. Oh, (laughs) you know what? Oh, man. It doesn't Uh, look good Reanimation, Krampus has the power to turn nearby corpses into zombies and bend them to his will. See, I don't know how canonical this list is. Yeah, I don't know about that. Okay, we're going to move away from this list that I've introduced. That makes him OP. You know what I mean? He's very overpowered. Um, I just don't know enough about, like, the the Krampus... uh, mythos if you will well okay even if we don't know that much on that okay let's look at frosty right so we do know frosty what he has a magical hat yes that can bring him back to life life yes 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 yes. oh as a matter of fact here's a question if frosty dies but the hat lands on another snowman does frosty then like repossess that snowman's body and does it have to be a snowman, or can it be a pile of snow that just reanimates the snow into his shape? I think it has to be a, I think built it's a snow- snowman. Yeah, it has to be yeah. a built snowman, for sure. Uh, you know what? If there is, by chance, another snowman there, I would say it would, right? Because, yeah. because his hat gets blown off, and then he turns into a regular snowman, and when it lands back on him, he's Frosty the Snowman again, you know? Okay, so it seems here that the Krampus fights with rusty chains. Um... I don't think I don't think Frosty can fight Rusty Chains. Not only yeah, but yeah. not only that, you know what? I I kind of feel like Krampus would grab the hat. I, I oh really yeah, think he was I, just, this is how it, like Frosty yeah. Happy Birthday, and then, oh, and then Krampus so pulls out the no. chains and just dices him up, and then picks up the hat and puts it on his own head. Oh, and man. then he's on his merry Wait, way. So he dices him up before he takes the hat off. Yeah, because yeah. that's so sad. Because now Frosty's like, oh my god, why do I have to feel? Like, yeah, exactly, just, oh, exactly. Man. And then he, and then instead of just taking the hat off first, like mm-hmm. no, he. He makes him go through pain. Yeah, oh. absolutely. Because he's Krampus. Yeah, that's true. Krampus. Oh. Krampus wins. I'm so, sorry, Frosty. <laughs> I love you. So that leaves our <laughs> final two contestants, which are which are no oh, this oh these are the powerhouses right here. Okay. Jack Frost. Okay. Versus. You're a magician. You're a hero. Santa Claus. <laughs> um, Jack Frost and Santa Claus are the two magical powerhouses. I feel like. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, you know, we didn't really like get into certain Santa powers because he just he, he defeated the Malkov very easily. Yeah, so like, so let's look into that real quick. Okay. So he's got to have some type of teleportation or transmorphication, right? Right. Because... He can go down, go down chimneys, mm-hmm. and he can uh, move really quickly. That or his time time manipulation. Yeah, or he has. Yeah, you're right. Which or I think is actually I think time manipulation is a must because even if Santa Claus did have the ability to teleport and uh, transmogrify. Even if he, he he could do like a house a second, he wouldn't get through all the houses in. in yeah, a night. he couldn't. So yeah. there has to be some sort of time dilation or manipulation power for sure. Yeah, and I like the. We did mention this part, but I I just want to remind everyone because I do kind of like this idea. Mm-hmm. Is you know he has that bag of goodies, and I think sure. he could pull almost anything out of that bag when he. Uh, it. it no, it you has to be so? a toy. It has to be oh, a toy. Okay. But it yeah, was, but he yeah. could pull like any like toy. I said, out, maybe yeah. someone wanted a baseball Louisville, bat, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know? sure, a, a baseball bat, um, a Nerf gun 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, a BB gun, down. sure. BB but I mean, a BB gun gun's not going to take down Jack Frost. Mm-hmm. Um, he he has the vehicle, which is really nice. He's got the reindeer and the sled, right? Yeah. Okay. So if we, if we that's get, like his car. Yeah. Exactly. And if he if we're gonna bring that into it, yeah, he does. So then he does have Jack know, Frost can kill the reindeer pretty easily, though. With freeze, the frost, freeze him out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Santa's plummeting, but then Santa does his time dilation and freezes time. Yeah, that is true. Okay. In Jack Frost, he has invisibility. Yes. He and has can fly. You know, freezing powers yeah. and can fly. Yeah. So Santa Claus can't fly unless he's in this ve- unless he's in the sleigh. As far as we know, according to the legends. Yeah, and and that's only if his reindeer are still alive to pull the sleigh. Yeah. So right? I think Jack Frost's plan has to be to get Santa out of the sky. Yeah. Which I think he could do. Yeah, that would be pretty easy because he could make blizzards and whatever. Yeah. And if he doesn't have Rudolph, I mean, even if he has Rudolph, the, the sheer force of the winds of the blizzard may force him down, right? Yeah, I think so. My question is, like, how does Santa get back at Jack Frost? I don't know if he can. Well, the time dilation thing. I think. If he could freeze time. Mm-hmm. But can can he, can he freeze time? We don't, I mean, it's got to be because, like you said, even if he, like... He has to mega slow it down, right? Yeah. If it's not literally freezing time, then it's so slow, no one would be able to... That or he moves like the Flash. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, actually, both could manipulate... Both manipulation would look like that. Right, right Cause, sure. Because to us, we may be slowed down, and so we see him go like... Right, right, right. Really right. fast. So I honestly think Santa Claus wins. I, so I, you know, if Jack Frost... See, if Jack Frost stays airborne, takes out the reindeer, stays invisible, mm-hmm. like how does Santa get his hands on him? I just figure like Santa slows time down and he's just slowly freezing and he's like, how do I get out of this? He pulls a drone out of his bag. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right? yeah. He pulls Oh, no, he's like, wait, I have it. And he pull, goes into his bag of goodies. He pulls out some infrared binoculars. <laughs> yes. I yeah. found you, Jack Frost. Yeah. You know why? Because yeah. Mr. Joe Schmo Survivalist, you uh-huh. know, he's on Santa's good yeah, list, too. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Okay, sure. So, I, I, yeah, but I do feel like that. I feel like... And then he pulls all... out a toy rifle. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots Jack. All right, yeah. fine. Santa wins. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, I think it's Santa. I, the fact that there's time dilation. There's no way Santa's not winning this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll find out next time in the final round. <laughs> if that'll save Santa. Yeah, That's join us. Uh, join us on the next episode, uh, Ringside, where we will have our championship match. Ho ho ho! Christmas fight night. Noel from hell. The Draft Royale. And welcome back to the Draft Royale Heroes of History Edition. Will, on on the other episode, we had our teams built. A team of five. Yes. And uh, we both picked our our, uh, team team members. And we asked the uh, listeners to go ahead and vote on who they think would win, mm-hmm. Team Will or Team Tom. Yes. And, you know, I'm glad to say, uh, <laughs> no, uh, we did uh, get all votes actually for me. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, I think it was pretty know. unanimous. I What I find interesting is it, not only was it unanimous, but it was all unanimous for the same reason, which I find yeah. interesting because the reason was uh, technological, uh, like, uh, 
what's the word? Uh, advantage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I found funny because you only actually picked one person with a technological advantage. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I and guess Patton could come with a gun, but like he would come with a gun on the same par as Annie Oakley. So like, you know what I mean? Would he? I don't know. Because like, by I, that I point, guess he could come like with a machine, machine, but generals gun, don't you know? usually have those. They usually have like a pistol. True. So yeah, yeah. That's how I pictured. But anyways, like. You had the sniper. So the 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 argument was that like uh, the technology would outweigh my guys and that they would lose. Which I'm like, but well, yeah, but what if Hattori Hanzo gets to your sniper? Then that's no longer on the table. Yeah, exactly. I think another argument that was made was that um, uh, Patton has more modern tactics than Alexander the Great, mm-hmm. which is true when it comes to massive warfare. But this isn't a massive yeah, this battle. Is 5v5. This is a gladiatorial five v five, and I feel like Alexander the Great, who led from the front and was a capable combatant himself, actually has the edge on Patton. But that's you know what. It's not for me to decide. Yeah, this was know, fans voted. The listeners They're have wrong. spoken. Yeah. They're wrong, but that's cool. Yeah. You won, Tom. No, you know, our <laughs> listeners have spoken. Will you know that that is uh, that is all we need to know. Right, no, you know what? Sure. Um, I I was I was actually very uh, uh, very proud and surprised though that our listeners when they wrote in uh, that it was they, they all had that same reason. The, the same thought. Yeah, the you same know, reason, I was like, yeah. oh, okay, that's cool. You know, because yeah. it kind of it kind of showed me like a lot of our. Um, our, a lot of our listeners are on the same page. You right. Know what I mean, like right, they, they kind of like had the and same not on mine. Wavelength. <laughs> yeah, kidding, yeah, exactly. Like same wavelength. And I totally thought too, and it was a surprise because I was really thinking like, oh, Will, Will's got this in the bag. But no, I guess, you know, like I guess the, the, the listeners chose well. <laughs> and we hope you join us next time we do uh, this segment, The Draft Royale. The Draft Royale. And that is all we have for you tonight. We will continue to bring you up-to-date coverage as new imaginings develop. Please don't forget, you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dude could you imagine. Another way to support our podcast is by leaving an Apple Podcast review. You can subscribe to us on Instagram at dude underscore could you imagine, on Twitter at dcyimagine, and on our YouTube channel where you can leave a like and a comment. If you would like to contact us with what you are imagining, you can email us at dudecouldyouimagine at gmail.com. This has been Fritz Frivolous, and from all of us here at Dude Could You Imagine, keep on imagining. I was like, boom, done. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, question's done. Then. I was like, I, 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 I can't interact with this world. Now because, like, I, can't I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think about that, that. You don't like social media anyway and everything. Yeah, so you like just social media, I don't like other people dictating like my actions. Like, yeah. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. Um, it, yeah, it's just literally, that would be... Um, if there is a hell and I was sent there, that's what it was. Oh, shit. Yeah.